Let us call ourselves to worship. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. May God's way be known upon the earth and God's saving power among all nations. Let the nations be glad. Let us sing for joy as we worship God. God of wisdom, by your spirit, may your word be proclaimed that we may know good news in our hearts and minds and bear witness to the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ in word and in deed. Now quiet in us any voice but yours so that we may hear your word for us today. Amen. Our scripture is the 67th Psalm. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us that your way may be known upon earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon the earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, has blessed us. May God continue to bless us. Let all the ends of the earth revere him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, I have one of those young disciples uh, riddles for you. What starts with E, ends with E, and has only one letter? Envelope. <laughs> well, let me tell you a different story. Once upon a time, there was a new preacher starting at a church, and the former preacher left him with a strange message. It said, when the time comes, and surely it will, use one of the envelopes I have left for you in the center desk drawer. Well, the new preacher was busy, and things were going along just fine, so he, he forgot all about those envelopes. But then, as it happens, one day, something came up, and the new preacher faced a big, big problem at the church. And he thought and thought, and then he remembered those three envelopes from the previous preacher. So he went to his desk drawer and he pulled out that center desk drawer. He picked up the envelope that was marked number one and opened it up. There was a message inside it. It said, blame me. So he did. He stood up before the congregation. He said, you know, Preacher Jones was a fine man, a good fellow. 
He meant well, but the truth is, if he hadn't led y'all to make certain decisions, we wouldn't be in the mess we're in today. Well, it worked. They got past that problem. Things rocked along pretty well for another couple of years or so. And then here comes another thorny problem. So the preacher, this time he remembered, and he goes to the drawer and he pulls it out and he takes out that envelope mark number two. And you know what it said? Blame the officers. So he did. He told his congregation, if this church had the kind of leadership the church deserves, we would not be in this mess. Well, lo and behold, it worked. Again. Well, things rocked along just fine for another couple of years. But then, you know, another big problem came up. So the preacher rushed to his desk. He rips out that drawer and pulls out the envelope and rips it open. And you know what it said? Prepare three envelopes. <laughs> well, I tell you that story for this reason. Psalm 67 has three envelopes. Let me explain. Now, you might remember a few months ago, I told you that the prophet Isaiah in the passage we were looking at that day had used a structure called a chiasm for emphasis. The first two and last two verses of Psalm 67 form what is called a chiasm. The chiastic structure, it's a literary device. It has the form, well, the formula, for those who are formula-oriented, would be A, B, B prime, A prime. Well, maybe hearing that doesn't make it much sense to you. So I'll give you the family example. Paul, Betty, Sarah, Paul, using a chiasm as a way to put an emphasis on something that's an important idea. In Psalm 67, the psalmist used a chiastic structure. Well, that word chiastic, by the way, or chiasm, it comes from a Greek letter pronounced chi, but it looks like an X. Each of us, by the way, has a and that chiasm, or that chi, is also the basis for kiros, which is from which we get the word Christ, from the word cross. Well, we all have an optic chiasm. All our nurses know that the nerves that go from the right eye to the left side of the brain and from the left eye to the right side of the brain, they cross. And where they cross is called the optic chiasm. From, if you took a picture from the top of the head of a drawing like that, you would see that X shape. Well, you can also think of this form of Psalm 67 as three envelopes. Let me explain. The first two and last two verses form an envelope. First two say, may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. That your way may be known upon the earth and your saving power among all nations. And the sixth and seventh verses, the earth has yielded its increase. God our God has blessed us. May God continue to bless us. Let all the ends of the earth revere him. That's the outer envelope, like this one. But in that envelope, 
two more verses. that form another envelope. In this case, they may sound similar. Let all the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Well, that's verse 3, and guess what? Verse 5 is the same thing. Let all the people, let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. So what important idea is the psalmist putting in that third envelope? What is the psalmist emphasizing, focusing our attention on in this psalm? Well, the fourth verse, let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon the earth. Well, now that you know about the three parts of this psalm and how they fit together, let's consider the parts and the themes. That psalm scholar I mentioned before, Walter Brueggemann, now, he's the scholar, not the, not the bagel place. He says of this psalm, the psalm of the entire poem is gladness for the life-giving, world-ordering power of God that makes a viable, shared life in the world possible. And he writes that the reason for the broad sweep of praise in that fourth verse is that God is a judge who will bring all nations to justice well-being and peace. Now one, th one of the themes of this psalm is blessing. You ever thought about what a blessing is? If you ask Merriam-Webster's online for simple definitions of blessing, well you get three answers. First, approval that allows or helps you to do something. Maybe some of you did what Betty and I did before we decide announced to other folks who were going to get married, we asked for our parents' blessing on that plan, and, and we were real glad to get it. <laughs> um, their second definition of a simple definition is help and approval from God, and their third was something that helps you or brings happiness. In fact, some translations of the Bible say of when the translating of the, the Beatitudes that we think of as blessed are they, say happy are they. Well, perhaps you've thought of the prayer we say before a meal as a blessing. Grace at a meal. So a blessing can involve approval, happiness, and thanksgiving. The idea of blessing comes up a whole lot in this psalm. Verse 1 recalls two verses in the sixth chapter of Numbers that you have often heard me say at the end of the service. You may hear them today. These are verses that are called the Aaronic blessing because it's what God told Moses to have Aaron say to the people of Israel. In Numbers we read, The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the Israelites. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. When God blesses us as a sign of God's grace, God's favor, 
And when we bless God in prayer and song and dance and music and worship, we give thanks for God blessing us. Now that prayer that the Lord make his face to shine upon us, that's important. It's important because you cannot separate God's blessing from God's presence. And how has God blessed the writer of the 67th Psalm? Well, the seventh verse tells us one way. The earth has yielded its increase. Rain and sunshine and all that crops need to grow to thrive and produce harvest, to feed the people. All these are things we often take for granted. But these people were very close to the earth. They knew well how their very lives depended on the harvest. But Psalm 67 is not just a seven-verse thank you note for a good harvest. This psalm gives thanks for and celebrates God's presence not just for the chosen few, but for all nations, for God's blessing to extend to all nations, all peoples, both in the first two and in the last two verses. Notice how the psalmist begins with us and moves to all. The first verse starts with three us's. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us that your way may be known upon the earth, your saving power among all nations. And those last two verses do that too. The second verse moves to all. Let the peoples praise you. Let all the peoples praise you. That theme of God blessing, not just the chosen people, but all people, that's not just in the 67th Psalm. It's throughout the Bible, for example, in the words of Jesus in Matthew 28, where Jesus said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. You see, we have been blessed with the good news of the gospel not to hold on to, but to give away. Thanks be to God. Receive the good news. Christ has risen from the dead. Tell the good news. The power of death shall no more oppress us. Live the good news. We are free to love as God has loved us. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.